0: Oh,
1: what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 531 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I'm your host, Christian Piles, joined, as always, by the angel of death, Ben Askren, who's looking to fire anyone he can. That's what you are. In in corporate offices, they walk around scared because they're like, who is Ben going to yell at today? Ben was so mad. Yesterday, you were so mad. That not only are you big mad on the on the show, it spills over into the text messages post show. We're gonna get a couple hours later, boom boom, more stuff about Wisconsin rankings. And then a little bit later, more stuff about Wisconsin rankings. It's like what is what the heck, Ben?
0: Well, you know, I, I think really highly of flow, and when I see something that I know is so dumb, so terrible, with no reason whatsoever, I'm like, that is a stain on your reputation. You must you must rid yourself of that. A and stain? listen and you yeah. on our reputation un- that's a freaking yeah, little way that's a little dramatic in my opinion
1: I, I i don't know i mean i i personally i think you two should just hash it out and and figure it out cuz i think it's a little bit of i think it's a little bit of you know you're you're coaching so you're a little bit biased Ben this is Wisconsin high school ranking so it's near and dear
0: to your heart so i can imagine um listen christian i it was even worse than i thought because there was a you know a couple people obviously heard me talking about on the show and they brought up the same complaint um and the kid the kid at 132 that the guy ranked second over my two guys who beat him at sectionals it was even worse than i thought because that kid not only did not take third in that qualification, he actually took fourth at sectionals
1: all right well hey let's have it hey you know what ben We've got the man, Luke Lewison, is on right oh, now. Oh, nice. Let's talk about it because I'm trying to get to the bottom of this. I don't know a thing about high school rankings. Luke said he's he knows what he's talking about. You're mad at him. Let's go. Luke, thank you for coming. Say your piece.
2: Um,
0: well, you know what well, I also I... mentioned, Luke? Hold on. I, I, heard, <laughs> I heard later that day you got kicked off the Wisconsin forums for your behaviors also. What do you got to say for yourself?
2: <laughs> well, it wasn't my behaviors. Our forum stinks. It doesn't cover wrestling and it's for the state of Wisconsin. And I think that the owner of the site, who's a great guy, who's a nice gentleman, has figured out I'm starting a site that's actually going to cover wrestling in the state of Wisconsin. So it's a competition thing. It isn't a behavior thing. Yeah. But so- you know, I understand what he's doing, it's just they don't cover, they don't go to tournaments, they don't write about tournaments, they don't review tournaments. And. You know he's an older dude and i don't think he's got the energy to do it and our state deserves it so i'm going to do it and because of that i think it's competitive you know right. everyone's competitive so. let's get down to but the part anyway, of the rankings you, yeah i saw you had a problem and i came yes. to you and i said ben tell me your problem let's talk about it and you didn't and i understand you're a busy man but when your tooth hurts you should take a call from the dentist oh, so wow. tell me what <laughs> the is the link you, you called me? That you're, I sent you, you a text me? message. I said, "Hey Ben, what is the problem? Tell me. I will explain why I made the decisions I did." Cuz I tell you what I didn't do is I did not go in lightly doing this. So is it 132? I, uh, that that
0: I mean that's an issue. Yes, there there's a, there's a bunch of them. I mean, well, let's just let's just start with the ones that are the easiest. Um, I mean, what, you're raking guys over other guys in the pound for pound, you know, like say a Mason Deal, you ranked above Tread Joles, but then Tread Joel's is number two on the pound for pound, and Mason Deal's not even on there. I mean, that's just, there's By no design. consistency there.
2: So the, there's two different things. Let's talk about kind of like the framework for what it is. The individual yeah. weights are a ranking of the resume from last year, period. There are guys that I think are better that I had to mm. rank lower based on their body of work last year. The pound for pound, because you don't have the same head to heads, you don't have the same ability to compare. Um, are more subjective. And by design, I did not want the the pound for pound to be all juniors and seniors, but juniors and seniors have the best resume. So I said, this is well,
0: going to be. Well, I mean, it's- genius, right? is it is, right? Isn't the pound for pound just the best guys, regardless of their grade?
2: Yes. I consider dominance a lot more. I consider, uh, you have to consider head to head wins where you have them. But by and large, the reason – and there's like three different ways where that's the case, where the individual weights don't match the pound for pound, and that's because there's a bigger body of work that fields into the, the pound for pound. It's not just one season. But let's get into the line by line here because, man, I spent way too much time doing these to not be able to defend them. I agree. Way too much time. So yeah, what, which, what, what, what else, is, what else are your issues,
1: Ben? You had you had, uh, you had had dozens of them last time. What's, what's the problem?
0: Yeah. No, no, I, I did. You're correct. Um. We'll not have to go and find them. Uh, You know, this is like when uh, you had Jordan Burroughs and uh, I sprung Kyle on Well, <laughs>
1: did you like that?
0: So oh, wow. that's good. Yes, it no, is. No, I'm man. ready. I'm ready. Okay, 132 would be a great one. Cade Willis takes fourth at sectionals. The other two kids place first and second at the at the same sectional. They both go on to their yep. place, I believe, third and fifth at state. And yet you move uh the kid a button so i i purposely yesterday and today i'm not mentioning names because i didn't feel i wanted to bring minors into arguments um so
2: obviously if you guys want to look them up you can go look them up but those are the kids okay so with the gentleman you're talking about i don't have any problem saying their names i'm not going to judge them i'm just saying what transpired so sherba sherba gobel and cade willis um sherba had he beat Cade Willis, so ranked ahead of him. Um, Cherba beat uh, Goble two out of three, but there was also the issue that um, Cherba lost to Mason McMillan, who Gobel beat, and he lost to Ethan Riddle, who Gobel beat. McMillan, so you're doing he, wait, Mason McMillan you're graduated. State, right? He's not, like, you have to three dudes in a paper rock scissors and you have to make a decision.
0: But wait, sorry Cade I didn't even to go to, to state. state. Right? yeah mason mason mcmillan has been in high school for two years
2: okay but he beat josh sherba
0: okay two years ago
2: no he beat him last year see that's one of the things he mason mcmillan Um, is a reedsburg kid who graduated two years ago No, he's a janesville kid you're thinking of somebody else my friend see that's one of the things that when you're doing these rankings it's a pain in the butt to dig up every single result but when you do, oh, you're thinking of then, Ma- you're thinking of Mason McClennan. McClennon. different person. Okay. I call him Mason okay. Mac right here. So yeah, but from Janesville, he beat Turba, and okay. Gold will beat him, right? Also, Ethan Riddle. So when you have these paper, rock, scissors, how do you break the loop?
0: Well, I mean, it would be really the last tournament they wrestled in, and probably the most important of the season would be the high school state tournament. And you usually go based on that. And when one kid doesn't make it there, because they specifically placed behind two of the kids on the list, generally that would trump
2: anything else that happened prior to that in the season. So I don't do recency for here. I did body of work, right? So the win at the beginning of the year, win at the end of the year, same. Maybe that's right, maybe that's wrong, but that's what I did consistently across all the rankings. And um, Mm -hmm. I don't really care what you finished at a tournament. I care about the results at that the state, you had we'll, at the state
0: tournament. You don't care what they finish in the state tournament because that's probably the most relevant tournament for these kids every year,
2: right? Well, the great part is you get a lot of matches that are very helpful in doing the rankings. But I don't, like, we don't seed the tournament. So there's easy sides and hard sides. And so all I care about is the results at the tournament, right? Where you ultimately right. stand on the podium is secondary to who are the people you wrestle and how did you do. And when you talk about Cade Willis he lost to a person at sectional, right? So that's a loss that is on his resume and you consider when you're two ranking people.
0: him. Lost two people at sectional. Well, he lost
2: to who? He lost to Ramos, right?
0: Corbin Ramos, who also didn't make state.
2: Yeah, well, isn't it? You lose to a guy and then he loses to a guy, so you're out. Um, well, anyway, I, was I spent third a lot of time match. with that. Those three are close, but I will say that when you have the paper, rock, scissors loops and you have like conflicting head-to-heads, Certainly, another person could look at that same data if they actually had all of the matches, and they would say one's two three four, one's two four three. Um, you know what happens with Willis is he only had four losses versus eleven and thirteen. And you know when you have I mean, guys it that don't have the same that, category, yeah.
0: it probably helped that he didn't go to state. That he didn't take a few more losses for one, and for two, I mean, both those other guys go to Cheesehead, which we know is the toughest tournament of the year in Wisconsin, and you take very many losses there.
1: All right.
3: Absolutely.
1: Okay. I want to step in and, and moderate here. This has been good. Luke, I appreciate you coming on. Um, this got so Wisconsin-y, I, I, I don't even know what to do with myself. But, Luke, it is very obvious you spent a lot of time on this. Uh, this is We we appreciate your work. We defend you and your work. And thanks for coming on uh, and, and uh, duking it out with Ben. So, appreciate your, your work. And I had no idea what was said so (laughs) I think it's time to go but appreciate you guys thanks Ben for being a good sport and we'll we'll keep it moving so thanks
0: thanks Lou thanks guys
1: appreciate it okay that was so Wisconsin-y I didn't know what to say or do or know what anything meant and I'm pretty sure did you realize
0: how uh how he didn't know what he was doing though
1: (laughs) I, I no because I couldn't follow it because the names were like if you said like Okay, Cade Brock and lost to this guy. It would like me but then I forgot the name, so no. But um <laughs> we we did that. Is, is he, uh, he fired yet? He's not fired. He is hired and remains hired. Dude loves Wisconsin wrestling, that's for darn sure. Um, okay. So Ben's got, got some issues. That's for sure. You were <laughs> um I'm not sure which which way you wanted to go, but but
0: you you have some oh, you concerns. Got
1: yeah, the Ohio, Ohio thing. Barbara oh Health. my gosh! Yeah, talk okay. a little
0: about that. Um, yeah, because this Jeez has wrestling, wrestling import for sure. It has a lot of it has a lot of import. Um, so they said I should just go to the article, so I have it up. Um, okay, so they said the the headline is not even as bad as the article. You have to have competition. Um, Contract contact sports have to have COVID testing. Okay, includes wrestling, football, basketball, rugby, field hockey, soccer, lacrosse, wrestling, hockey, boxing, futsal, and other martial arts. Um, they have to have a test before seventy-two hours before, and and they also have to remain quarantined after said test. Now, is this going to happen for every single football game? Because we're talking what, say 500 high schools in Ohio, I don't know, probably minimum between JV and varsity, a hundred kids I'm talking 50,000 tests. And then can they not go to school on Thursday and Friday? Like this is, this is just totally absurd. It's, it's just like, it is the farthest, if it's that bad, let's just not do sports. And I don't, well, I don't think that's the answer. How do you, uh, that's so, not the side I'm on. Of course now, 72 hour quarantine after the test. I mean, you can't practice. Is that what that I mean? How would you? So practice? no, it says it says you can anyone else who's been tested on your team. You can still spend time with them.
3: Okay. Can you go to
0: school? Because yes. I'm sure not every student at school has been tested. It doesn't really say anything about school here, which I, you know I don't get that. And then I mean the other thing is, guys, it it just drives me crazy. It's like I've been the last three years. I've been in Denver. I've been in Austin. I've been obviously around Wisconsin. This just does not reflect reality whatsoever. Right? People are out and about living their lives and you're going to put something so strict i I think probably just to try to look good like you're trying to do something really cool but it's like listen and and, you know the other thing is like college kids all going virtual and i said this to one of my college kids the other day he goes oh man we had to college you know the cases might go up it's like listen how many college kids college age kids you know right now who are just staying at home minding their business and the answer is effing zero you don't know anybody he's like yeah I can't, I can't name a person, More right? Person. These college kids are living their life like they're living their lives. And when they go back to the college campuses, if they're virtual, and they're not allowed to do class. They're going to go party. That's what college kids do. I'm sorry. they are. So ben let's did. just stop.
1: It a big party. Uh,
0: I, I did go party. I just didn't drink when I was at the parties. I mean, I, you know, I enjoyed my time while I was at university of Missouri. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, it is what things just don't reflect, um, when things don't reflect reality it's just so crazy to me.
1: yeah it's I don't know the, the things you are allowed to do which are fine and then we're gonna we're drawing lines in, in weird weird spots that don't really make sense to me um, or necessarily map to science as far as I understand so but the real thing is this this will have not only impact on on wrestling but particularly u23s are, are gonna be in Ohio in October. Right? Did that get moved from September to October? Oh okay. yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So in an act uh won't will juniors and cadets be there as well?
0: Um I think no, not cadets, juniors though. Juniors and U 23s are there. That's, That's in October. Cadets. Yeah, there's no cadets. That's right. No cadets, no cadets. So um yeah, they might you know, you know, the state of Wisconsin's looking pretty beautiful in Wisconsin. We don't got those dumb, dumb rules. Bring it here.
1: That would be great. Um, I would be yeah. I'd be in for a trip to get for some cheese curds. Yeah, get some cheese curds. So yeah, I big, mean, big problems. Um, if if that's how it's going to go, I mean, how are they going to do that with these? This is a a national tournament. You're gonna have to guys get there, quarantine for three days. That's just
0: that just sounds like a mess. So yeah, such a mess. But but Christian, think about. Just uh, how is football going to be played, or is, or any other sport? AAU basketball that's probably going on right now. Um, I know there's other stuff going. I don't want to specifically say any names, but there's other stuff going on in Ohio. And when I read this, I'm like, Man, that doesn't sound right. Yeah.
1: Okay. Um, someone thought you were going to fire the Federal Reserve um, today. They we're, should be fired. I... They're doing a, they're doing an f a terrible job, Christian. <laughs> oh my goodness. Hey. Wrestling news. Ryan LeBlanc named Uh-oh. the head coach at the Citadel. He was an assistant at, at Appalachian State, now taking the head, head job at, um, at the Citadel after um, Coach Sterling was, was fired there and creates uh, some openings at, at Appalachian State, which I tweeted about on Friday, I think. So if you're a wrestling coach without a coaching job, you should look at Boone, North Carolina. Coach John Mark Bentley. Be, <laughs> I heard it's beautiful. There's worse yeah, there's definitely worse places to be, that's for sure. So actually yeah.
0: my uh my buddy Todd Chevron spent some time down there, and he had nothing but great things to say. That's right. I remember that. Where is he now? Mm-hmm. Is he yep. did he uh I believe he's back in San Diego. I think he has got married a little bit ago. Living the good Is he life. from California? Yes, yeah, San Diego. He's about he's a Poway kid.
1: Oh, snap. Nice. Had uh how'd mm-hmm. Coach Smith get him? He doesn't he doesn't really have a California pipeline, typically, does he? He,
0: he went to um, he went to Arizona State. Remember, And then they dropped the program, and then he was oh, looking for a new place to go. And yeah, we stashed you, him up. That's right. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, yeah. so some recruiting news, Bracky. What's going on on Facebook?
0: Oh no, someone just asked about the UConn football People lose football their minds on Luke. They know he's a jabroni. <laughs> 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 People were not kind to Luke. Um, oh man, they were not <laughs> kind. Even state chairman, state state coach Scott Cleaver's letting them have it. Um, oh,
3: man. <laughs> so UConn this morning announced <laughs> that they're not going to play football in 2020, but it's not as big of a deal as it sounds, uh, because UConn is, because they're indip- terrible. They well, so terrible. One, they're so
0: they because they suck. Well, <laughs> that,
3: and they're an independent and every other conference is playing conference only and maybe one non-conference. So they literally had no one to play mm. and, uh, their governor apparently was going to make them quarantine for two weeks every time they left the state um their oh quarantines
1: would be overlapping <laughs> like yeah they so would...
3: <laughs> it, it honestly it's probably gonna save them money not playing um some of these like group of five schools like not power five schools that make a lot of money for games and stuff They they might save money not traveling to games and all kinds of stuff what was the i
1: remember every uh every monday morning you would look at the like these college football rankings that
3: would rank every
1: program which yeah. which were the – was UConn the wo- team that yeah. was always towards the wo- bottom? Yes. And UMass maybe? UConn,
3: UMass, New Mexico State. The
1: three worst uh, programs. Kyle got a good laugh out of that every – Yeah, Akron is always in there too. The Zips are – they're uh, FBS? Yeah, Mac. Oh. Okay.
0: The Zips, that's a great name, PS. I always yeah. love that one with Akron.
1: <laughs> it's like, really? we the Zips. Okay. The kangaroo. Yeah, makes tons of sense in Akron, Ohio.
0: Okay.
1: <laughs> Uh, Kyle, give us a rundown on some recruiting news. Two pretty big prospects off the 2021 big board.
3: Yeah, Cooper Flynn. Um, he's originally from Tennessee, but he wrestles at McDonough uh, School in, in Maryland. National prep kid. Currently ranked number three at 126. He commits to Virginia Tech. Uh, he's definitely a 25-pounder. I believe wrestled 13 last year. Going to wrestle, or maybe 20 last year. Going to wrestle 26 this year. Uh, national prep champ, Ironman finalist. Uh, number 21 on the junior big board, second top 25 guy uh, for your Hokies, Christian. Got to be that, feeling good about that. Got to
1: feel good about that if you're a Hokie fan. Um,
3: and then Andre Gonzalez, a little bit later in the day, um, did an interview with Mike Mount, and he announced he'll be committing to Ohio State. He's number 39 on the 2021 big board. He was double Fargo champ uh, last year, junior 106, Cali State champ, uh, Sounds like he's currently ranked uh, number four in the country at his weight. And that's the second top 100 uh, recruit for the Buckeyes as well. He joins number seven, Patty Gallagher. Uh, But he has some some recruiting pieces starting to fall. And we got school lists from both those kids. And uh, luckily, not luckily, but it's good that they committed to a school that was on their list because I've Uh, done those before. Kyle would have been pissed. Well, it's just weird. Like, I've done that before where we get school lists or we used to have like these pages for the recruits and I would reach out Mm -hmm. and get their like top schools and then like a month later they would commit to somebody who wasn't even on that list at all. Like Mm. someone would just come in late with an offer and they would just completely change their mind and it makes you look really silly. But both those schools were (laughs) – Flynn got an official visit into Virginia Tech before things got shut down. Yeah.
0: Um, well, no wonder he's going. Well, that that's the hard thing, guys. Is there's been? I mean, kids still aren't allowed to visit. So we're talking since March. What March 15? Mm-hmm. Kids still are not allowed to even go visit campuses or do anything. I mean, it's totally crazy for all these juniors. Is now now they're going to go back to school and they haven't seen anywhere. I mean, that that's for me. That is like, I think everything should just be pushed recruiting wise. And I don't know exactly how they're going to do it, but. Man, you don't want kids committing to places where they haven't been, where they haven't went and visited, where they haven't got to know the team. Those type of things. You don't want that happening. So
1: looking at the big board, man, there's a there's some guys available. A lot of the 2021 classes scooped up. Yep. Um, Tyler's going to pull it up here momentarily. Um, but well, there's a few real big big ones. On yeah. There still. I, mean, I mean, Shane Van Ness, Ness is, and some, Valencia. A college coach told me he's like. As good a prospect he's seen in in years and years shane van ness like that, um what well, is
0: richie figs actually still on the board because you guys always say you know he's committed but he's not really committed
1: uh that that is my opinion right he's still okay. committed yep. to arizona state he has not said otherwise but he is being recruited he's being looked at so i i, I would say that's not over till he's signed is my opinion okay so we can scroll scroll through it a little bit so number two shane van ness remains available number five <laughs> <Wait>. what <laughs> he's getting to it number I five
0: a- i know the carbonalia picture <laughs> oh god uh, oh and i got some russian updates after this and then we should look at uh john kozak he he's like double hired you might have to take <laughs> someone out and, and pull, bring him in full time
1: dang it okay well maybe we will um So, I think he's going to pull it over. We'll see. Um, Come on, let's go. There it is. Shane Van Ness, number two. Uh, His school list is available. Kyle Valencia, the brother of Anthony and Zahid, Mm -hmm. son of Ruben. And then you got to go all the way down.
0: Ruben is to stop lying to us and just tell us his name is Kale. (laughs) Kyle. Listen. (laughs) Ruben, stop
1: lying, bro. Yeah, he spelled it yeah it's it's tough um then you gotta go all the way down to number 30 uh nate shown for the next available guy at 220. and then 34 braxton brown from allen texas big shout and then evan bates 35. so a lot of these guys
0: are scooped up so it's uh, you know it'd be crazy though to see um and i don't even know how you would do this mathematically but to see you know juniors going into seniors in past years, how much this list has changed, right? Because you guys really haven't had anything to work with since March. So usually, think about how many tournaments there usually are between March and now. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the number's gigantic. And so you, have, you guys have literally had nothing to work with. Um, and usually I bet this list just changes so much.
3: Like in terms of where the guys are at or commitments?
0: Um, Notice where the guys are at on the list, right? Okay. Yeah. Because, yeah. Oh, know. yeah. Yeah. This look might move up and different. down.
1: I mean, yeah, the the toughest tournaments in the country really didn't get to happen, so this would this would yeah. look completely different. It's after Akron, it's always like a complete shuffle. Akron and
0: juniors, because some mm-hmm. of the older guys do. That. I mean,
3: he didn't. Yeah. The Ohio State tournament didn't happen. NHSCAs, Akron, yeah. um, Junior
0: Cadet Duel usually really big. Junior
3: Cadets, uh, duels Fargo. Fargo um yeah juniors out in vegas like yeah, yeah. junior trials
2: yep
1: final x yeah. you know my high schooler could have technically made it to final x that would have been huge <laughs> <laughs> just Ooh. saying i don't know uh richie figueroa you never know i think he takes out dayton <laughs> and spencer makes a team why not uh so yeah Oh my god. recruiting stuff man there's there's still a large number of guys available however the, the top um, 50 is largely picked over. So,
0: How about Christian? How many of the class of 2022 is committed now compared to, you know, because recruiting rankings and, and commitments are not something I usually do. This is my first year on the show with you guys. Yeah. Right now, compared to yeah, normal, how many of the class of 2022s are off the board? Because I got to feel like it's less than usual. Because again, the coaches haven't seen him wrestle, they haven't got to do any visits, all that stuff is, I, you know, off the board.
3: Um, I don't know. I need to look at last year, but it can't be that much different. Cause you're really, really just, yeah, I really don't think it'd be that much different. Cause you're really just like starting to build these relationships with these kids. Like I just so like a month I, I ago, just we're just able to like text to them, them and call them. Yeah.
0: Huh. So I, I feel like I remember, you know, when some of my guys were sophomores that as soon as it was it June 1st, right when they can start contacting them yeah I felt like they were you know the coaches were starting to get pretty aggressive about you know um hey you know we want you to come down here and check it out or whatever it is and and getting commitments um not too long after that period
3: man there's we have 12 commitments right now for the class of 2022 and I would I would imagine it goes slower just because can't, they, they can't kids go anywhere. Can't get on campus, and obviously the coaches can't come see them. Um, but man, it's wow. going to be really interesting to see what happens this year.
1: Yeah, through well, under- probably through October. If if this list isn't growing, then we'll know. Yeah, this is a huge. This is a result of the coronavirus and all the changes in recruiting. But there's a chance hmm. that like the commitments are going to happen, and the timelines for these teams don't really change. Right, so yeah. the pressure on the kids won't change necessarily. Therefore, I, I feel like unless the college coaches like really scale back and are like you know not aggressive in recruiting, which is like goes against everything that <laughs> these college coaches do. You, th- you
0: think they're going to overestimate their ability to predict the future, the college coaches? Because I bet they will.
1: Well, yes, but well, not overestimate, but they're just going to have to. They are going to have to take guesses and take chances, right? And they'll probably, you know, they allot money for certain years. And if they say, hey, 2021 is the class we're going after, they're going to go after 2022 in this case. Um, That's just how they do it. So
3: I don't see them. To me, the fact that these 12 kids are committed, show me they knew where they wanted to go. Yeah.
0: And then they heard what they needed to
3: hear from that coach
0: yeah yeah, exactly okay um hey i want, I want to give an update on the russian thing yesterday and then we should Love also it. look at john Ko- kozak stats so i actually i was obviously on the show yesterday morning right after i got done with the <clears throat> show i drove up to the academy uh we have our camp going on and one of the kids um his dad was actually a Ukrainian Greco-Roman national champion and he is, I believe he's in his mid forties. So, you know, when the USSR collapsed, he was uh, like 17 or 18, I think somewhere right around there. Um, and he was just kind of, he heard me talking he was actually watching the show while the camp was going on. And when I came in there, he's like, Hey, I got some feedback for you. And so he said there was a lot of lack of funding in the nineties. He's, <clears throat> he said before then, um, Everything was taken care of, right? They, they had these state-sponsored um, academies or whatever. And then, you know, when the USSR started, started crumbling, all the all the people started putting the money in their pockets. And they really, the, the school, the state-funded schools kind of fell apart. You know, obviously, all the countries broke into their own pieces. And there wasn't a lot of organization. Um, and so he said, you know, there was a lot of uh, fall off in that, you know, early to mid-90s period before it picked back up. Wow. So... Very interesting. Um, okay, where, where do we want to go? Where do we want to go next? Well, what about uh, the John Kozak thing? Like, did you oh, see that? What did, wh- uh, which thing? Which that was the man tweets a lot. He put up. He <laughs> he did what he did with the United States wrestlers. He did with the Russian wrestlers.
1: Oh snap!
0: Um, okay, you didn't he, see this. Here's a breakdown of Russia's World Olympic team since 2000 eight. Okay. Is there any way we could bring this up on the screen? Yeah, I'll send, is I'll send it
1: to Tyler right now. That's great. Um, there I just, I and, just chatted it to you. Cool. I think it's Tyler crazy. Tyler it's, now knows just to have John Kozak's tweet on on just ready to go at all times. because he knows we're just gonna address a con Kozak tweet at some point I mean, it's
2: show.
0: crazy how good Russia was during this period. Um, and even like some of their worst years are similar to our best years. Right, I mean, and some of their best years are almost unfathomable. Didn't they like? Wasn't there one year they won? Uh,
1: all but one 06,
0: way? 06 I think they were thirty-seven and one. This that's that's, before, that's prior to when you near know, the list starts in eight.
1: Wow, he kind of mailed in this list if he didn't include oh six, huh? Just kidding.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so
1: if as we look at it, starting in two thousand eight, which was the Olympics. They yeah. had there's seven weights. Remember, at this point in
0: time, there's seven weights. They had. Four. Oh, hey, Rob. <laughs> sorry, I got it. Christian. I apologize. You know what? I'm sorry. I cut you off. Let's go to this. And then Robert Finkel has a really good Facebook chat. Okay. 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 So you interrupted
1: go. me to say, to oh, keep going." Twenty-four. <laughs> to say pop-
0: I'm an idiot. I have to say I'm an idiot. I apologize. No, you're
1: not. <laughs> you are not an idiot. <laughs> uh, it's good because maybe we wouldn't have remembered to come back to it otherwise. So. Okay. We've got, um, at 2008, the Olympics, they had four golds, two bronze, and one DMP, which was Farniev, who went two and one uh, at 65. Um, and he also went, there's one that didn't win Russian nationals. That was Besik, I, I believe. Jamal, Otar Sultanov, who was really, really good, won Russian nationals. He was so good.
0: But they sent Besik. You ever, see, you ever seen Urbek Farniev dance? Oh, is that him, the the guy? Oh, These... I don't know. He's on. They put YouTube videos up of him, and it was oh my gosh, it was hilarious. Okay, it was then. In, move.
1: Then in 2009, same situation, seven ways. They go four gold, one silver, one bronze, one DMP. Guess who DMP'd? Freaking Gadisov. Yep. That's insane. So he's a world champion. Only place one. 2010, <clears throat> four golds, two silvers, one bronze everyone placed
0: <laughs> so crazy that so is so crazy
1: mind-boggling yeah. um so all of them won russian nationals see this is a funny thing almost all these guys won russian nationals which is their trials right but there's like a thing where um you know everyone acts like the russians send the guys that had the best internationals but by and large, they their system is really similar to ours. They send the guys that win nationals. Now, yeah. sometimes their nationals just happen to be rigged. That would be a, a wrinkle that differentiates <laughs> us from Russia. I would have to say I will acknowledge that. Um, 2011, they had two golds, one silver, one bronze, three DMP'd. Oh, my gosh. That's our pets' heads here. are falling Terrible off. But, but one of them is an absolute legend. Gazalov didn't place. He's like one of the you know, one of the best ever. Um, but mm-hmm. Adam, Batirov, monster. He went four and two and somehow did not place. That's a lot of matches to not place. A, yeah.
0: And um, then, and then Sar- would transfer to, is he, where's he know? Qatar now? Bah- Bahrain. Bahrain. Yes. Qatar. Yeah. Sargush,
1: Bahrain. the terrible, he did not place. Um, yes. and he was the one. Yes. It's always great when he fails. Uh, but he didn't win Russian nationals. Um, so they should have bumped up and beat him I remember that that was that was wild they should have sent Farniav. um oh I didn't realize that he didn't play I wonder who else he lost to that he didn't place because Jordan's side was really tough it wasn't the Iranian it, it might have been, been the might have been the Azari he was pretty good the one that popped Jordan's ear okay mm-hmm. 2012 Olympics this was not that great I mean it's pretty good It's it's not great for (laughs) Russians. Uh, Two gold, one silver, one bronze. Three DMPs: Gogayev, Ureshev, and Gadisov did not place. Gadisov kind of he didn't do that great. You know
0: what? Um, We talk about the America really struggled at 65. I mean, if there's one weight Russia really struggles at, it's it's 86. You know, there's two DMPs on here. I think there's there's a few more if we keep going. Yeah, that's one of the weights that they're not all that great at for whatever reason.
1: No, you're right. You're right. Actually, kind of the middleweight, they're kind of hit and miss too. If yeah. you look, Farniav, DMP'd, they got silver, silver. I mean, it's way better than America, but DMP, mm-hmm. DMP, bronze. I mean, we'll take that, but, you know, just relative to their other yeah. success. Look at their mm-hmm. lightweights, though. My goodness. bronze, 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 gold, 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 bronze, DMP, bronze, DMP. Yeah, so... I don't know if we want to go through every year, but this is kind of fun. How about let's talk about my favorite year, 2017. Zero golds for the motherland. You got a lot. Well, love you know
0: it. why? You know why?
1: Kyle Frederick Snyder. No. Why?
0: Well, I mean, he helped, but I would say Icarus did a lot of it. You know, they got off for at least one year.
1: You think they were? This was a this was a a gimmickless year.
0: No, just look I've, these guys. These guys just weren't. This was not their best. Although, dog, it was gimmickless. That's why it wasn't their best. Hmm.
1: Hmm. Hmm. not It's I definitely don't know. possible. They were I
0: under get... much scrutiny. And then eventually they just say, ah, you know what? F it. Let's just keep cheating.
1: I mean, like, all right, for example, the, the one big difference between 17 and 18, there's a few. Agoyev, Agoyev, do you think he went from, do you think he got that much better because he went from well
0: I mean the one loss was probably really competitive and then you had gave him a little extra medicine and then he goes and wins it two yeah, years in I a row i don't I don't really think so um what but- do you mean you know the- christian has been proven that they're they' are, they are proven state sponsored cheaters I do not have to guess I am not a conspiracy theorist this has been proven without a shadow of a doubt I know that I've called them
1: cheaters many times I just okay I don't know.
0: I don't you know if you're the... gay or what.
1: Yeah, I mean, I just I kind of look at the case and it's like, does does Zhabik really fit the description of a, a doper? He just looks like a really good wrestler to me.
0: Yeah, a little, but but Chris, they've been forced to think about think about what was uncovered in Icarus and. I know you don't you you're a nice guy so you don't want to make accusations but let's just take the evidence that we have that all of the wrestlers are forced to do so and well there's a pretty good chance these wrestlers are also being forced to do so.
1: One supporting point now this is really interesting. They had three guys not win Russian nationals and all those guys won worlds that in 2019 which is really interesting. But in general really? they they yeah 2019, Aguyev, Sidikov, and Sajalev, they said, you do not have to go. You are on the team. <laughs> and then they just sent them. They, I think they all went to Euros and did well. Mm-hmm. I believe. And Show they won. Out probably won. They won Euros. We know Sajalev did. Probably agree. Yeah. Regardless, that's who they ended up sending. They had a, man, they See? F- five golds last year.
0: That's 2019, really... they're back on that medicine.
1: Well, even look from 2017 to 2018. They went from zero golds to four.
0: Mm-hmm. um they, they improved and they went from five medals to seven medals to nine medals how did we barely beat them in
1: 2017 that is crazy it's <laughs> still got five medals i,
0: I guess that's the, good
1: i thought we had like yeah i don't know regardless had
0: seven that year maybe right
1: yeah i thought we had seven and we had golds right because we had a couple golds jordan and yeah. kyle won Jaden took bronze. Gilman in the finals. Jaden took bronze. Mm -hmm. Gilman got the finals. Yep. Gwiz, I think, was bronze that year. Greasy was in the finals that year. Um, I'm sure we didn't medal at 65, unfortunately. 61. Who do we send? Who's our 61 and 17?
0: Uh, Or was that Logan? Not Cologne. No. No, Logan Logan was 16. Oh, it was. You're right. He got tech fault twice, remember? Oh, I don't want to think about that. All right, moving on. Yeah. Hey, Kozak, Kozak's on fire. So then he, he went back and did 2000 to 2007 for America, Christian. Oh, my gosh. He's unstoppable. Where yeah. does this man work?
1: Listen, his, have next a job. T- his next tweet needs to explain what his occupation is and how he's able to do all this. That's what we need. Yeah. We'll we read that tweet on air unless it gets him in trouble or something.
0: Um, 2000, uh, 2000 was a, a really good year for America. Two thousand one was rough. Th- this whole quad is kind of not great. I mean, we had our gosh. best performance. Two thousand one wasn't that. Two thousand wasn't that great. I
1: mean, I guess one gold, one silver, silver, bronze, bronze, gold. That's four medals. Yeah, I suppose. Melvin Douglas yeah. Owen to Kerry McCoy. Yeah, I don't know Dominic Black. What do you know about him?
0: Uh, he was an uh, United U.S. Army guy. Oh, nice! Um, I think him and Melvin. I think Melvin beat him in the Olympic Trials finals in the year 2000. Um, So he was really good, but um, yeah, they they weren't. We weren't that great at that weight class. Um, Kerry obviously beat Stephen Neal. Won the world title in 99. Kerry beat him out there in um, 2000. And that 2000 was when they had that really stupid. I mean, there's a lot of stupid ways. UWW brackets, but they did the um, the pool system. Remember that? Yeah. We got random into pools of three, and then you had to win your pool to then go on. So, you know, sometimes it was just really dumb. Yeah,
1: that, I don't even understand that or why that why that was a
0: thing. Man, oh, no. 2007 was a
1: rough year too. Cormier, the lone Ooh. medal. My gosh, yeah. it was hard out yeah, wait. in these streets. Oh, someone sent me a, a message. I, I want I want your thoughts on this, Ben, because you're going oh, to have insight because um, we're talking about. Why were we so bad during this era? And we basically said it's a confluence of factors. But here's what someone once sent to me: the number one technique reason we were so bad uh, during the ball draw era. We literally refused to use the out of bounds line. Rewatched some of those matches from that time. Uh, wrestling towards the edge, we'd circle back or let the other guys circle back. U.S. coaches, except Zeke, were were so stubborn about it being a sumo match. Um, now when still, did when there's did still people like that? Yeah, that's really stupid.
0: Well, when did um when did it was oh six that edge wrestling came into play it definitely wasn't oh four. it was either oh five or oh six was when the edge thing came into play for real i think it was and then I think it was 2006. I think it was, and, and then also the other thing was the remember do you remember prior to what year was it well it was definitely oh four was definitely upper body clinch and freestyle Perfect. and then it was either oh five or oh six that the leg clinch came in to to effect and then obviously in 04 Amazing. it was two three three minute periods i mean the, the rule changes are i mean right this is in the prime of my career right 2004 i'm tw- what, 20 years old to fit the trials but yeah so in 04 it was two three minute periods if it was zero zero you went upper body clinch to start the second period where you couldn't unlock your hands before a point was scored um and then what else so then then so then if it was if it kind of was five or six you would go three periods You go ball draw at the end of each period, and you go push-out rule. All those three things came into play all at the same time. And, you know, it really just changed. Yeah, I mean, right, American wrestling prior to that was heavily based on conditioning and and getting your opponents worn out. And like you stated yesterday, it wasn't impossible to do because I I did it to a few people. I made them so tired they fell over. Um, (laughs) But it was real – I mean – the, what's the one dude that I that he was a bronze medalist? I pinned him like three times. And it was just like every time he'd beat me in the first period, and then I'd guess him out and I'd pin him in the third period. Um, he's still wrestling. He's he's somehow still wrestling. I don't know how he's still wrestling. What country? Um He he was Russia, but he he transferred. Um he won a bronze he won a bronze medal at seventy four and he's up at eighty six now. And if you said the name I would know it. I Dang think it. he's um someone I pinned was. him at Dave Schultz. I pinned him at the NYC and I think I pinned him at the Hargobin maybe, or something like that. Um, let's get in. Yeah. Facebook. Anyways, Someone will have that name for us. Yeah. But it, it was besides him, it was almost impossible to gas people out. Uh, it was you, really, really challenging. They would have to do you a bit of a conditioning favor to get gassed
1: out. They have to come into it yeah. in very bad shape. So well, yes. what do you remember? I mean, you were, you're on the Olympic team. Um, how much do you remember yep. about um, the the focus of edge wrestling and getting
0: step outs? Uh, we definitely weren't good at it. I mean, just and listen that, you know, it was uh, there's been there's obviously been an evolution. People people on the edge right now are so flipping good. And, you know, we we spend a lot of time with it here at the Academy. I mean, I, I think Iran was the first country to really, really effectively use like underhooks and seatbelt position on the edge. Mm-hmm. They're so good there. And But now it's – I don't want to say commonplace, but it is – the skill level on the edge is so much higher than it was a decade ago. I mean, it's crazy how good people are there. Yeah. I
1: think it's probably Jordan Burrow's ability to score step outs off of – well, a variety of ways, but including leg Mm -hmm. attacks is one thing that has made him just, you know, one of the greatest – He does this
0: single leg and then just push, push, push. I mean, that's really effective.
1: Yeah. And it's, yeah, it seems like it's just, like, really simple. He just gets a single leg and pushes but there's not a reason. Simple. There's reason, like, there's only a yeah. few people that can do it, right?
0: Um, yeah, because you got I mean, obviously the top guy's not just going to let you push him out of bounds. He's circling one or the other, and Jordan's so good at, you know, finding the balance of getting his head in, knee sliding in the correct direction, and keeping his back and neck strong where he can really get a good push on the guy. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay, now what was the what was the thing you wanted to talk about? The the big board.
0: Oh, um, let's scroll back. Kyle, you saw it. It was uh, someone did research while we're on the show. It was fantastic. Yeah, he said. He that said
3: as of August fifteenth, tw- twenty nineteen, that twenty four kids were committed in the class of twenty twenty as opposed
0: to as,
1: so as opposed half. to twelve this year. Twelve. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Thank that's you, Robert Finkel. Finkel.
0: Yeah. That that's Einhorn. really significant. Mm. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, so we'll see if it continues or if it picks up as colleges are back in and I don't know what these kids are gonna do. Are there any are there any schools that are allowing
3: recruiting visits right now?
1: No,
0: it's it's, it's can't NCAA. NCAA, it's NCAA, NCAA oh yeah, it's not still
1: dead period. period. Oh snap.
3: You can yeah. I saw a few kids in college football doing this. They just went to the college on their own. Yeah, you can can't, do that. You can't meet with the coaches, you can't you can do yeah. anything like that, but you can go to the campus on your own. Yes. Yeah. Man.
1: That's very much like the typical school
3: experience, <laughs> you know, what
1: most students <laughs> to do. Um, Kurbanov. How Curbanoff. did Tyler pull <laughs> that?
0: How did Tyler Producer pull that Producer Tyler. Up? What a G. From the clouds. From the clouds. What did he, why did he even give him a year or a country or anything? How did he get that?
1: Man, I don't know. I, he must have, like, was- deep deep state ties <laughs> or something i don't know i was trying Here's to figure him. it out <laughs> and all right Kerbinov. well good job ben way to gas him out three times
3: also the year Ooh. um oh yeah man john because i put it in the facebook chat too but uh the year Sargush lost in repertroged he lost to a guy from venezuela oh my gosh oh my god he really mailed it he in. just mailed it in
1: he's they're, they're so like gold or bust there it's like you know Mm-hmm. The, there is no get the next best thing. It's like you didn't win. The whole thing was pointless. Get the heck out of here.
3: Kind of thing. And only Sajulayev wrestled at 2019 Euros. It was Sikov or
0: Guve.
1: Huh. Interesting.
0: Wow. He had little. Sajlaev Sajlaev just was, he, was <laughs> he was riding his horse. He was riding his horse.
1: No, Couldn't but he went. He went. No, he went. The other two didn't go. So Sidakov and Guve oh, didn't. Yeah. I heard you backwards.
0: Kyle, did you DM said July of the information about his test? <laughs> I didn't. He told me not to. I don't DM. I'm, do you, I'm don't, trying to
1: help the guy. I don't know. I think it's. I'm sure he's on it. You know what? If I don't want him. to I don't to get, know that he's on it. He's <laughs> missed two. Maybe. Well, here's the thing. Maybe he doesn't want to be on it. Maybe he's like, you know what? I've done my time. I'm tired of the pressures of you people said he knowing. He
3: wanted to win three Olympics. May, things change,
2: man.
1: He, must, he also wants to have five
3: kids. He only has
1: one. You know. He's like, I got to catch I mean, up. He
0: wants three wives, too. Stop. <laughs> Listen, if I'm scheduled live in Russia, I'm getting three wives. Simple <laughs> as that.
1: Man, it's not. Mo, mo money, mo problems. I'm sure. I can't prove
0: it, but I bet more mo, wives. more horses, mo problems. That's prob-
1: That's <laughs> definitely true, and I'm sure that more wives is more problems. That is not. I just. That's just my thought. That could only lead to more drama.
0: Yeah, you um, never know. Maybe they get along baby
1: mama drama yes very very (laughs) literally um okay why don't we go why don't we go to some questions because we have some we have some good ones
0: um so we'll get to those Uh this this sometimes christian i don't i don't look at the questions and then you ask them like oh shit i should have looked at them." so i'm gonna go look at them. okay i do that every show
1: yes (laughs) i love the element of surprise uh from the scan man I still watch Ooh. the Brock Brewer-Bedlam match once every once. So do we. We pull that up at least uh, every six months and watch it and hear Jack Spate's get no mad at them. No way. No he's... way. Red Sites is a good ref, but there's no way he's so mad. There's no way he we, was pinned. We could probably
2: <laughs> almost
1: do the entire commentary of of that match. I love, right now, he's,
0: do it. Do it. He's
2: like, right okay, now. so
3: it starts off. He's like... Oh, uh, it's Kate bro—he's slicker than uh, an oil like spill. Is... And like, right when he does that, he goes—he is... Kate hits that little shuck by, and he go... scores two, and he goes ho ho. He's like, he
1: is <laughs> slick. It's a like, boom, slide by two. He's like ho ho. He's like, I told you, he is slick. But I mean, like, the action happens so fast, and then they're screaming like crazy. Yeah, that is. But the question is, can you think of a more thrilling NCAA debut than that one? I thought for sure Cade would be the next star of college wrestling after going crazy that first match. As we all know, as listeners all know, Cade Brock is near and dear to my heart. And I thought the same. And this exhilarated me so. And, yeah, I thought this guy's going to win multiple national championships. He just pinned. I mean, look how dynamic he is. Not only is he hitting Mm -hmm. slide-bys, he's throwing this dude to his back. Now, Brewer was always a mix-it-up guy, right? So, like, him getting scored on was nothing you would ever freak out about. But for him to beat him that no. way, yeah. I mean, they pull. first of all, no one knew they were going to pull his red shirt. If oh. we want to go, we didn't had no idea they were going to wrestle Cade Brock right away. So they pull his red shirt that match. They pull him against the returning national champion. It is bedlam. And then he pins him. It is like three just completely insane things for him to happen. It all it happens in like less than two minutes. He pins the guy, it's somewhat controversial. And then
3: he was pinned. He was pinned. Like, right when he slapped the mat, he, like, moved. He was pinned. He was pinned. pinned. That was was a
1: pinfall for for Cade Brock. And so, Cade, he wrestles that year. He's doing really good. And he tears his ACL against Nashawn Garrett at the Southern Scuffle. And he's out for the year. And he comes back. And he's still good, but it's never quite the same. Um, Mm -hmm. So, I cannot think of a more exhilarating redshirt. It was really cool how Kyle Snyder announced, like, New Year's Day at midnight. He announced, "Hey, I'm coming back to the Buckeyes." Wait, that this
0: was... says NCAA debut though. Yeah, it wow. wasn't his. De- yeah, yeah, NCAA debut. This says um, sophomore year. I lost to Chris Pelton in my NCAA debut. That's pretty. That's thrilling. It was a good match. It was a good match. He barfed on you. Yeah. So did. Max beat uh, Max beat JD Bergman, who was ranked number one at the time, in his NCAA debut. So it's definitely an Askren or Cade Brock,
1: or you know, Mark Hall's debut was definitely. Ooh. Insane. You don't
0: want to think about that. But it was insane.
1: They, they, they debuted this man at Carver Hawkeye Arena. Holy cow. Welcome to the big leagues. But then he ended up winning the thing. That was a pretty cool one because whereas the Cade Brock was like this element of surprise thing, Mark Hall was a will they, won't they for – that duel was in January, mm-hmm. I think. From yeah. basically – you know, the scuffle, he wins the scuffle, and you're kind of always wondering because they're starting. It's like Gino and Shakur are their starters, I believe, and you're like, eh, Mark Hall is definitely on this team. And then, boom. It, we didn't know really until kind of that day he, they were going to pull him. So that was definitely thrilling, even though it wasn't like Cade Brock where he won. It was still like it changed the NCAA wrestling landscape, right? For sure.
3: Um, yeah, for <clears throat> sure. Spencer Lee's debut too. I mean, we. Th- Rayvon Foley. Yeah, I mean he. Well, he pinned him in like fifty seconds. Yeah. And the places went nuts, and he just kind of looked around and was like shaking his head. It's like, yeah, I'm here. <laughs> yeah, this
1: is. He's like, it's about to go down. This is. He's like, this is going to happen for a while.
3: Yeah. Um.
1: It was just kind of like, yep, he's here. Yep, he is. Extra special. I'm trying to think of others. I don't think. I don't think Dake's debut was against Alex Crum. I think it was his home debut. Alex Crom was ranked number four or something for Maryland, and Dake body-locked him late. That was dope. That was really mm. freaking epic.
3: He clapped really hard after that. Um, <laughs> oh, uh, Remember, he's like. Carrie <laughs> Cole huh. in the film, uh. I think it was, I think it was technically like maybe like his second match, but he pinned one of the addicts oh, in wow. Rec Hall. In his yeah. second match? Yeah. He talks about it in the full film. I think they'd wrestled. Wow. It was like a Friday Sunday thing. I think he wrestled one on it, Friday, but it had to be Bill. It couldn't be Mike, for yeah. sure. I couldn't yeah. remember which one it was. Dang. Okay, so those are some pretty
1: good debuts. Are there any uh, offered? In <laughs> Someone there? said Avison debut for Iowa. Okay, that guy just likes Iowa, and that's fine. And that's <laughs> and that is fine. It is fine to like Iowa. It is not fine to. Who think did that he
0: beat anybody? his debut? I can't. Vince?
1: No. He, it was against Indiana. Oh snap! I thought it was Taylor Vins. That was because that what was kind he of he a beat? cool match.
3: That was Indiana. soon after. Uh, I'm pulling it up right now. Cracky's, Cracky's <laughs> pulling up. Jacob Hines, six to two. Okay. That <laughs> was <laughs> that was. Pete Brock. pinning Cody Brewer. Brewer
1: to Hines. Uh, I don't know. This one's gonna come down to the wire. <laughs> um, yeah. So those are the ones. There's nothing cooler than a redshirt getting pulled. It's such a fun thing. It's like,
3: oh, my God, yes. okay, it's happening. Yeah. It doesn't really happen. I don't know. Maybe it happens in other sports. Oh, uh, Gable's debut was pretty awesome. I He'd don't beat, remember who it was
1: again. Be be Derek oh, White. Derek White, and he kind of oh, parted on him. Yeah. He parted, he parted awesome. on him for yeah, sure. Yeah. He's dance yeah, he was doing Dave's moves.
3: Oh, my gosh, Gable so good.
1: Okay. Give us some more. These are fun. I Ooh, love it. good one.
3: debuted at National Duels and
0: Pin West Hand to beat Iowa. He cradled them. Yep, that's a that's a solid debut. That's huge. But that technically wouldn't be his debut because if he had National Duels, he would wrestle three matches prior to the West Hand match. If so we're gonna be technical about it.
1: Not necessarily. Maybe they didn't need him in the other ones. Maybe yeah. Maybe they're, they're not. They're not contractually maybe. obligated to wrestle him. While
0: it okay, while it could maybe. be possible. Yeah. No one could ever. No. No one could ever know. How yeah, could anyone ever look that up?
1: That's the craziest part about it, Ben. We'll never know. We've
0: we, never gotta, know.
1: we have got to do a show with you and, and Chael at some point. Um, that has to happen. <laughs> I'm sure we'll have time. There's nothing going on for quite some time. Um, okay. Uh, next question. Man, someone asked about the explosion in Beirut. That is freaking scary. Ooh. Did you see this, Ben? Yeah, it was awful. Awful, awful. Thoughts and prayers to... Seriously. Lebanon and Beirut, I mean, they're they're saying the the death toll 100. I mean, to me that is it sounds terrible to say, but that would be almost good news. Seriously. It looked like it should be thousands. thousands. It just looked thousands. like it's thousands. ripped through so many buildings. Um mm-hmm. it's it's yeah, scary stuff. Um Seriously. we're lucky to live in this country. I'll, I'll say that. Lebanon is a really tough place right now um, mm-hmm. and this this does not help um, okay when will people stop asking when Metcalf will come out probably when it comes out or when we say hey, when it's coming out
0: when when is Metcalf coming out
1: <laughs> September you
3: did tell us an
1: update I know you didn't yeah say you I know I listen I can't edit the film I know you guys maybe think I can and there is no one in this building that is slowing it down. It's just kind of a thing. It's not not easily done. I think if I had to guess, you can't hold me to it. If I had to guess, September 9th would be the day that it. That's debuted. Max's birthday. You got it on Max's and birthday. And that is nice and work. And Christian. that's why. And that's why we we were thinking about doing it earlier, and I said no. Wait, let's do it on Max Askren's birthday. <laughs> so it's gonna be. I think this will be. You maybe this will excite you. I think it's gonna be three episodes. So, Whoa. yeah, it's, okay. it's, it is it's robust. So um, 9th, 16th, and 23rd, maybe. So think oh, about so, that. Oh, yeah.
0: You might be giving us some insider information. Sounds like you might know something.
1: May, oh, I know things, but um, it's just, you know, the, here's the thing. They don't want to give me a date, exactly, because they know once I give the date, they're going to be really held to it. And it's like, they they... The thing's not done, right? It's not. No one is sitting on this completed film, being like, "Ah, I don't know." They're they will be working up to the week when it's finished, right? And so they don't want to give me a date because then I'll be like, "Hey, you said this date." So they're they're a little cagey around giving me um, exact time periods. But I think it's going to be September September ninth. So get September excited! Nine. Three episodes of Metcalf. You're gonna get it, and uh, you're gonna love it, whether you like it or not.
3: <laughs> Austin DeSantos' second career match was a 58 second tech fall. <laughs> how the hell do you even do that?
1: I'll tell you fireman's,
3: how. Fireman's fireman's
0: fireman's. <laughs> Four guess. point
1: near fall, when your best move is a near arm, far leg. And boom, there he goes. Oh God. Just dumping him. Just dumping six point dumps. His
3: first two matches win by fall, 116, 18 to 2, in
1: 58 seconds. Oh my Man. God. That is
3: savage.
1: He, what a maniac. Holy cow. Um, Listen, bribe the editors with monster and crispitos. That's that's not how these people
0: work. Listen. I don't know what crispitos are, but jam, jamming your editors with some monster and just get them going around the clock. Well, like there's one said. editor,
1: and she's she's awesome. She did the um, – she's looking at crispitos. It's some sort of a Mexican food, but I don't know what they are. Um,
3: <laughs> Maybe a taquito?
1: <laughs> it's akin to a taquito we're told Maryland just postponed winter sports uh, the what? largest county canceled entirely how detrimental is that University to the overall... of Maryland or the no, no, no. State? high school state. how detrimental is that to the overall health of wrestling in a state like Maryland which despite its top tier talent isn't much of a wrestling state what can coaches athletes do
0: man I don't know listen here's what I'm trying to do Christian I'm trying to get all of these jabronis from Illinois to move north. Because their governor's laying down some, some law on them, and their taxes are too high. So listen, Wisconsin's a beautiful place, guys. Move north. All, all the good wrestlers come this way. Um, and then, you know, forget about Illinois.
1: Ben, some of your heroes are moving to Austin, Texas. Why are you not? Or some people, you you know, Joe Rogan's moving. Elon Musk is moving. Those are, those are fantastic people right there. Why are you not moving
0: to Austin, Texas? You're Joe trying to Rogan's pull moving here? Yes. Apparently.
1: Yes.
0: That's going to be wild. Uh, wild yeah uh wisconsin's a fantastic place great state to raise your family all
1: right (laughs) i guess you're doing a a decent job at that so that's fine but eventually we're gonna get you here Winter home yeah winter home in austin beautiful place perfect perfect during wrestling season it'll make tons of sense for you to be here in the winter (laughs) (laughs) no i don't as we talk about oh yes we want to watch the desanto 50 second time tyler (laughs) yes (laughs)
0: Yes, Tyler. Tyler no, we don't want to get, watch
1: a 58 second tech fall, Tyler. Come on, okay.
0: Christian, can you get Tyler a raise? He's on fire today. He's on fire. He's I on fire. I remember this.
3: He, Drexel sent us this video.
1: Yeah, they're like, hey, you want to see something cool? Watch this. <laughs> so there's DeSanto. Yeah, guess what? He's got. He's getting the elbows, and he dumped them. There's. <laughs> There's a quick six-piece <laughs> for for Austin. That's when you know it's trouble. And he just lets him oh off his god, back. Oh my god, he let him up off his back. Oh, oh my god! Oh! <laughs> no! No! Oh, oh, fire again. again! This is not right. This is not right. Oh, he's just letting him off his back. Okay, he's he's up 12-2 to two right oh, now. he's gonna kick him again. again. He just wants to he's kick he's
0: him. Nope. Oh my gosh, nope. he's got his tie. Can you imagine what this oh. kid's thinking? Oh. Like, what is going oh. on? It's like, what is this? I can't even tell.
1: If he didn't try to pin him, he, uh, it would have been quicker.
0: We're not going to say the kid's name. Yeah. Oh! Oh, jeez! No. Oh, God! <laughs> <laughs> he's picked him up and turked him. I, I, I feared for that man's life. Why is there ever I called the damn match yet? Because he got off his back. I, sort of, but he sort of... He was not, in the air, Christian. He was
1: clearly off his back. He was in the middle of the air. Would this have been a 30-second tech fall had they... Oh look at this knee! Oh my! I still hold him down. Oh my <laughs> goodness gracious! That was that was a real that was something else. What that was blitz. fantastic. Talk about a blitzkrieg! And he's gone. And he's gone. <laughs> and wow. then he left Drexel. Okay. Um.
0: Th- Holy th- cow. That was wild.
1: I don't know what to say about Maryland. It's just sad. Stop sadding,
3: sadding up the show. I mean, Kipper Corny just. just- said that colorado pushed their season to january so they're going to go like january to march i think i think there's gonna be a lot of people that do that I feel like... this it's gonna be a weird season okay
1: wisconsin's Wisconsin still
0: doing high school sports starting in like two weeks i think football got pushed till september but most other sports are starting i think august 15 or whatever that day whatever the monday august 17. hmm who have been some of the best high school recruits
1: to decide not to go d1 Ask Cooper Wills.
0: Only who a was? Couple.
1: Yeah, not not too many. I mean, Joey Davis. Joey Davis yep. is probably the number. He's up there. As far he's as, I mean, to. you could say like Henry and Pico, but I don't, not really that. It's just like who went D2 I, yeah. or any. Did Wisconsin have like an upperweight guy that got in some trouble but was like a big recruit?
0: Oh, Devin Peterson? Devin Peterson. He bomb. he bombed, well, he tried to go to Wisconsin. Oh. And then he got in a bunch of trouble, and then he tried going somewhere else, um, smaller school, and I don't think it worked out. Is it was
3: like Tervel Count? Cause like coming out of high school, he wasn't- He was work. not a recruit, right? right? that's what and I'm he,
1: saying. He yeah. just ended up yeah. being awesome.
0: What about, um- Well, then Marcus LeBester, the guy who beat me, was really good, but he went to Minnesota for a year. For- Okay. Yeah. What was the-
1: Tyler Warner? Is that his name?
3: Oh, yeah. Hmm. UP, UPJ, yeah, yeah. Um, he's at UPJ now. He was went somewhere else. He's a Wheeling Jesuit. Oh, yes. Um, yeah. He was three time Ohio State champ. Got upset trying to win four, and had been like, I don't know if he won Ironman. He was in the Ironman finals. Very, very legit. Yeah. Did I guess Destin McCauley
1: tried to go to Nebraska? Nebraska. He was yeah. Wisconsin. Don't think he ever Yo, went. He, yeah, he was. Yep. Wisconsin mm-hmm. had Destin Thielke, Devin Peterson. Peterson. I think they were all like the same class. I don't think any of them ever wrestled a match for Wisconsin.
0: No, Jesse Thielke no, did. He oh yeah, Jesse. The, uh, yeah,
1: he qualified for NCA. Sorry. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Beyond that, yeah, that was. Cause those guys had a lot of lot of buzz. But yeah, Destin, mm-hmm. I don't think I don't think ever wrestled a D one match. I don't think he ever started for, because he couldn't beat out Souflon at one forty nine, yeah. as I recall. Mm. So yeah, and then he went to Carney, I believe. Okay, so that's that's some of the guys. Okay. Hi- hypothetically, if Snyder and Cox did face off on a Flow card, who would this benefit more going into trials? Well, I think, it benefits, whoever is not as good right now right whoever it would benefit whoever's trailing whoever has adjustments to make um potentially i right? feel like
0: i feel like it's six so obviously it's a zero-sum game right one guy's gonna benefit the other guy's gonna benefit or there'll be a, a no, no benefit situation um i feel like it's six minutes they've trained together a whole bunch like they kind of they have an idea of what each other is you know does and it, it wrestles like I don't feel like it's going to be a huge benefit within the six minute window to figure out, you know, if they'd maybe never, ever wrestled or never, ever worked out, I would say, yeah, you're going to figure some things out there. Like for example, Kyle Dake, I don't think it ever worked out. With Frank Chimizo. And he said, wow, it really surprised me how strong Frank was. Yeah. Um, but these guys, they're so familiar with each other. I don't see it being, uh, an advantage either guy. Yeah. I,
1: I think it might be, I don't know. It's like, well, how much can you, I mean, everyone can be scouted, including Jaden Cox, but yes. Jaden just can be so different in so many different, he, he can just present, he can just be like, all right, I'm going to wrestle this way, this time, this way. Snyder basically wrestles Same kind one. of a similar style every single time. Yeah. So you would think, in a way, it would benefit Jaden to, to wrestle him. But again, as you say, if they've trained together a bunch, they kind of know what's coming. So maybe it's not a much benefit to, to either guy, right? Yes. Um, Cooper Wills. You guys talking about Sad July of yesterday got me thinking. Who are some other undeniably likable international wrestlers you wish you could hate more easily? Chimizo. Um, Chimizo. Although I think Chimizo makes... He is extremely likable. Um, Yes. But I think you could also easily root against him. You could find a way to be like, oh he's really cocky. Oh, he's it a- yeah, you could find a way to but like someone like mm. Yazdani, he's uh Yazdani Charati. Yeah. I I think
0: is someone that you would kinda like to not like, but you end up liking. Um but well, I, I don't have an issue. Why can't I like international wrestlers? I don't understand well, why we're not trying to
1: Well not that you can had- but it's just like we just typically you don't want to see of win worlds, you want to see our guy win worlds, right? But it's well, like, Man, I, okay. I kind of like him,
0: yeah. But I, okay, so like obviously, if he was wrestling Kyle, wrestling Jaden, um, I want those guys to beat him, right? But besides mm-hmm. that, if I want to be a fan of Sedgilayev, why can't I be a fan of Sedgilayev or like Bajrang, Rang, right? I think he's like yeah. watching him wrestle or Oda Guru, like, why can't I like those guys? You That's, can't, it's, it's just I don't really- know. It's yeah. just it is literally the law, Ben. I don't understand it. But well think about like the U, the UFC, for example. I don't cheer for every American. I cheer yeah. for whoever I want to cheer for.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, I understand. But I think I think in general American wrestling fans are like, you know, Americans are who we want to win and international. We maybe sure. would like watching, but it'd be a lot easier to root against these guys. But you just kinda of end up like I really like Yazdani. He seems like a really good dude. Sajalaya. Sajalayev, Bajrang, Bajrang is like Bajrang's he's, awesome. He seems like a sort of international man of mystery. Mm-hmm. Um, Sidikov also seems like a good guy, um, even though he's maybe angered me more than any other wrestler <laughs> on two occasions.
0: Uh, who else? I don't know. Lot, I, for me, a lot of it is like I, like I don't these guys. Oh, uh, boo on that one! Really yeah that like, dude just he, he's out of control How? how you figure uh well he tried punching said he I, smacked I mean, his head i thought that him.
1: was actually kind of funny <laughs>
0: he's he's very he's very aggressive um he always mean mugs everybody oh really I remember this, like oh yeah like this is oh wait world world cup and he was just like i'm not even your weight class bro why are you staring at me like what the heck he's mean mugging everybody in the in the you know because at that point point in you and i don't know if they still probably do this but the host whoever's hosting you stayed in the host hotel and they had like a cafeteria type setup where the, you know they provide you breakfast lunch and dinner and this dude is mean among everybody yeah oh i love
1: yales bon rodriguez
0: oh yeah he's oh, awesome my
1: gosh he is yeah. <laughs> he's ridiculous um all right that's some of them um all right what else where are we going to go next what yeah, should I do? With... Yeah, everyone loves him. What should I do with my kids' shoes and sunscreen now that he will not wear them, thanks to Ben's interview with Kyle Dake?
0: I don't know why you bought him in the first place. Trying to waste your damn money. <laughs> do your kids wear shoes? Not very often. <laughs> oh my god! and i have really rough like you know i have a yard but then most of the property is is you know it's getting more civilized but it was you know bushes and everything so there's sharp stuff everywhere and i just always roll my eyes and my kids are even for me it's not it's not fun to walk on it and they just do it yeah all the time man i try try to tell my wife no bug spray no sunscreen but she she doesn't listen
1: yeah poor it's weird i don't really get bit by bugs but caleb just looks like he just gets destroyed by these things so yeah for his own good i guess he can he can wear it but i don't i don't wear bug spray uh Mm -hmm. okay what other questions before we go
0: i think that's it i'm going going back to camp today let me let me look through quick because i i'm going to camp camp? after this we have three sessions we have three sessions left and then we're done we're done with our camps the summer and then we bring in outside outside guys uh which i'm really looking forward to what do
1: they learn today they learned how to sit the corner yesterday okay so
0: let me see so session one's so obviously we always do review we review in live you know or sorry review and sparring mostly a little a little bit of live but not all that much um dang it where is it why is it not coming up hold on i'll bring it up so we've done obviously travel position is really important we, that was a session we kind of everything encompassing there um we did passing the leg we did sitting in the corner we did far ankle position and what am i forgetting right now uh far ankle oh uh answer position that's re- that's like most vital you have to know how to do that both offense at the and back back way. door so when you come out and then yeah you you pull the leg scoop, down and you're gonna hook in. it yeah 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 that, So and that, charella the charella position is like wait lock lock around the crotch right you guys just you uh well you want to be low on you actually want to be low on the leg right To be as low on the leg as possible the towards knee. the knee um you guys actually posted me doing that, and then these freaking jabroni kids are like, "Uh, Taylor Rogers did the assassin first. Like, shut up, kid!
3: Get out of here. Maybe. <laughs> Taylor Rogers did the
0: assassin first. Come on. He was like a baby. Um, let's see. So today, yeah. So yesterday, leg, yesterday afternoon was leg pass. This morning, we are doing back hook position, which we haven't covered yet. We are doing either shin whizzer and and on there on a low ankle, so we could do a Hamlin right. In the corner, which like Baj rang is fantastic. At for example, um, we're doing a world's best on a move, where you step up the cradle. We're doing kickoff from a low single. Um, we are doing the limp leg position from the leg in the air. We're doing the chimizo, where you, you you whip the leg and you come back at them. So that's thing. What we do this morning? Dang, that's a lot. Are uh, you teaching the kids about Bitcoin? Uh, they ask about it sometimes, and I just say, you know, <laughs> I'm your minors, so I'm not gonna give you financial advice. But long Bitcoin, short to bankers. <laughs> Are you
3: going to interview any of these guys coming in for your camps for Flow? That's a very good question what
1: from do,
0: Coney Arnold. Yeah. What do you mean interview?
3: Yeah, you should just pull your phone out and interview them.
0: Yeah. Just, just interview oh, them. you you mean you mean um, you mean like the the camp clinicians? Yeah, like Spencer Lee and who else you have? I have Spencer Lee, Evan Wick, Alex DeRinger, and Yanni. We're doubling Yanni up. He's do, he's teaching in Mequon and he's teaching in Green Bay. Whoa. Dang. Yeah.
1: Double the Yanni. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So feel free yeah. to interview those guys and
0: just put them up on flow or we'll just play uh, them I on did, the show. I didn't think about it. You guys got a, um, could I kidnap them and make them No, they're, they're going to be here on Friday, Saturday. So I don't believe I could kidnap them and make them come on FRL.
1: No, that's okay. <laughs> Mostly joking. Mostly joking.
0: Well, Hey it's camp season
1: congratulations uh have a good, good day, <laughs> Joe Caprino wants oh, to day yeah. if you fired uh,
3: any clinicians
0: yeah you, how often uh, I do you am fire not, clinicians? I have never fired a clinician I will tell you there's one there's one guy I will not I will not let's say who this is in there this man came in I I was in Asia at the time fighting right um and so one of our other coaches was kind of I, I, I think Max was out of town too I can't remember why Max Max wasn't there. Maybe he was taking our kids to a tournament. I don't remember what it was. Max was there. So another one of our coaches was taking care of him. And this man didn't show up for session. They were trying to find him everywhere. He got hammered the night before. (gasps) And uh, we finally got him there just after the session started. And uh, our other coach made him go take a shower because he smelled like alcohol. And And then this man sat down and fell asleep on the wall. And we didn't even fire him. (laughs) <laughs> <be>. <laughs> oh my gosh ben <laughs> it's not a ringing endorsement but
1: uh don't worry just the entire wrestling world listening right now it happens like yeah. i guess yeah. it never I happened to me it
0: <laughs> i did not give any incriminating personal details um yeah yeah and i, I, well, I forgive them you know listen they make mistakes he, uh, they were younger at the time made a mistake it happens yeah i think everyone
1: was younger for something that happened in the past but um That's just the way time works. Except Kyle Dake. Except Kyle Dake. Other than Kyle. So we know it (laughs) wasn't Kyle Dake. Um, Which we probably could have guessed that anyways. Tyler, thank you so much for producing the show so excellently. You can play us out. Thank you to Ben. Thank you to you for listening. So faithfully, 531 strong. Thanks for Kyle Brackey for cracking open a can of Coke every morning. Crushing it. We'll be back tomorrow. Last show of the week. Send your questions your thoughts. We can't wait for them. See you tomorrow. Thank you.